Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationships with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for joining us today on the Table and Well podcast. This is episode 11. And as always, please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform. This episode will be the conclusion of the interview with April Boyer about our collabs. Uh, Janelle and I decided to interview people that have been through our collabs just so you can hear firsthand experience of how the collabs have impacted their lives and how they can impact your life. Uh, We've had the privilege to work with about 70 people over the last nine months, and the fruit has been absolutely unbelievable. And we are so excited for what God is doing in and through the collabs. Um, So our collabs, for those that don't know, are four to eight week small group workshops where we have transformative discussion and we have practical practices that you can do um, because we want you to live fully and joyfully in who God designed you to be. Um, And that's really what it's all about. We want to teach you skills and we want you to learn these skills and we want you to practice these skills that can help you live relationally healthy with God, yourself and others. So um, let's go ahead and jump right back in to the second half of this interview with April Boyer. What other skill or even if it is those two skills or topics has impacted your life the most? What what have you learned in Collabs that's just changed things for you? Yeah, I think that, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to kind of narrow it down because I feel like <laughs> each one of them, like there, there's like these really good, like little nuggets of stuff that mm-hmm. um, so it is, is kind of hard to nail it down. Cause I think that each one is, a, is it's obviously a piece of the puzzle. I do think that like the, there's a lesson about, you know, doing hard things um, that I feel like is. I just find that one to be, I think if I, it's almost like if I, maybe if I had to pick a favorite or something like that, you know, or like just one that I was just like, oh, this is so interesting. And I think probably because I'm a parent and I have kids who are like, you know, right at this sort of pivotal age, like, you know, we have a daughter who is about to enter that tween stage Mm -hmm. and we have a son who is um, about to be eight years old. So it's like, when I'm, when I'm looking at things that I want to um, instill in my children and when I'm looking into what kind of people do we want our kids to be? So what types of attitudes or what types of approaches to life do we want? I think that that idea of like the ability to do hard things um, really because it, I, I can see where in my own life, like some of the, the, the times where, you know, you sort of as an adult, even like crossed your arms and said, but I don't want it. <laughs> like, I think, you know, and going through like that lesson and just kind of like realizing that, you know, it, it, it is a skill that is developed mm-hmm. to recognize what's good for you versus kind of what you just want to do, you know? Yeah. And I, I find myself, I'm sure this is going to get me many, many eye rolls as my kids get closer to teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like it, you know, even with like chores with the kids or things like that, you know, just sort of the really practical day to day stuff. You know, I'll find myself going, 
you know, okay, well, hey guys, you know, you know, come unload the dishwasher or whatever, you know, that's one of my daughter's chores, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I really don't want to. And I'm like, that's okay. You can do things you don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can do hard things, you know, yeah. or it comes to like cleaning your room or things like that. And I just find that to be, I feel like that is one of those things that is, it's a fundamental, basic, you know, part of our everyday existence where yeah. you can see that when, you know, if you haven't really recognized that as something that you need to learn to be able to do is to like kind of push through and, and do things that, that maybe are a little uncomfortable, Yeah, you know, if you're not pushing yourself outside that comfort zone, then you really are missing out on a lot of things, but you're also just kind of like decreasing your ability to be resilient in life. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I mean, we all like, I mean, you know, when you look at the, the world that our kids are, are coming up in now and like the types of things that my kids at the age that they are, are going to be, you know, encountering later in life. It, it's a, it's a tough world. out there. Let's just be honest. Yeah. And to be able to, to instill in my children a resiliency and an ability to bounce back from things that are just uncomfortable. You know, I was just so key because I can see how in, in my own life and then in, in, you know, loved ones lives and stuff where, you know, behaviors that are uh, really detrimental to their life, just the, you know, the inability to get started with something because you're so mm-hmm. overwhelmed by the fear of failure mm-hmm. or things. How many times is that something that keeps us from doing something? But it's the idea of, you know, with all of these things fitting together, it's like, it's okay if you fail because you can do hard things. One, also God loves you no matter what, mm-hmm. like, you know, all of like sprinkled throughout all of these lessons with just that type of stuff to be able to like empower you to, to move forward in your life and in a really beneficial way. Um, And so it's all foundational, you know, when it comes to that. And and so I think, like I said, I think that one is probably one of the lessons that I really appreciate because of how you can see that. I mean, you know, when you're an adult and you're trying to make that decision about whether or not you should, you know, eat a bag of potato chips at like 11 o'clock at night. I mean, you know, maybe there's a time where that's appropriate, but at the same time, like, you know, to be able to say, no, that's not good for me. Like, mm-hmm. that's not actually something that, um, that is going to benefit me long-term. Yeah. Like, that, that's a skill that, I mean, you know, not everybody has we all, you know, are just tempted to do things that really are not going to be good for us, but to get into a place where you can go, okay, like this is actually going to be good for me long-term and, and I'm going to be, and I'm mature enough in, in my development to be able to pick what is right and good for me versus something that I just want to do because, you know what, I just feel like doing that and I'm going to do that, but then you regret it later, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like oh, why did I do that, you know? So, right. Yeah. That's, that's really good. I think we're, we're all there. We've all, <laughs> we're all there. We're all in that. Yep. Yeah. We actually have a joke between us too, as we've been learning these things where we'll look at each other. And we're like, look at you do a hard thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I, I did that. I did that. Yeah. And so. Which is so crazy to even talk about as grown adults, you're a parent, we're parents and we're in our forties thinking, wait, we're just now really grasping the concept of I can actually do hard yeah. things. 
And even finding satisfaction in that, finding joy in that too, Mm -hmm. that it's not just, oh, I suffered through doing this hard thing, but I can actually celebrate the fact that, that I did that. And I grew in that moment. Right. And and my kids kids don't believe me when I tell them that like, you'll, you'll, you'll feel so much pride in yourself after you've accomplished this. You know, I mean, they don't, they don't obviously understand that yet. They're like, what? When I clean my room, I'm going to feel better about myself. Whatever, mom, you're crazy. You know, like they don't really get that. But I'm like, no, no, I'm I, I know what's going to happen. Like right. you're going to mm-hmm. feel like you're capable of things. And mm-hmm. like being capable of things is like, like kids need to know that, you know, yeah. I need to know that. Yeah. Yes. No, you're right. <laughs> even us big kids. Even us big kids, mm-hmm. yeah, right. And I think that you said it earlier too. It's like, even if the hard thing you do doesn't work out exactly the way you thought it should or the way that it should, but the fact that you stuck to it, that you did it, that you, or maybe you didn't do it, whatever it might be is growth. Mm-hmm. Is that because yeah. I did a hard, I did the thing and now you know how to, if you have to do it again, you know, okay, that didn't work this way, but I did it. So I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. That you're powerful. Yeah. Like being able to like tempt thing and like helping helping to like to, to that understanding that like it's not about the end result, it's yeah. about the process. Mm-hmm. I mean that is that can, that can be applied to so many different things. But it even again on like you know on the on the relationship to God part of it that really helps to instill that that foundational truth that like it's not about like arriving somewhere with God. Mm-hmm. It's about the journey with, Him. Mm-hmm. and it's about just like who you're coming along that path, that it, that it isn't, you know, some legalistic thing where it's like, you know, I've checked all these boxes and, mm-hmm. and I've got this idea of like what success looks like in terms of even our relationship with God, but just it, it applies to like life. It applies to, you know, your journey with the Lord. It applies, you know, applies to relationships. It's like that, that it teaches you to be, I think a little more flexible with what, what your definition of success is too, because you're recognizing that the journey is just as important as mm-hmm. where the result is, you know, yeah. and, yeah. you know, I'm a recovering perfectionist, <laughs> <laughs> you know, have always, you know, I mean, Tennyson knows this, he worked with me. So mm-hmm. he saw what that was like, you know, <laughs> career type situation. And, you know, and it, it is very, I mean, it's an important thing, especially for somebody who maybe has that type of personality that is very much like results driven. And you want to be able to like mm-hmm. look back at the you've done and say, Oh, I did that. And I accomplished that. But you know, if you're, if your gauge for success is, you know, a very restricted I- idea of like what you think it's supposed to look like, like it just it limits you in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And it, it's too stringent of a way to live life because it doesn't allow you the flexibility to like, be open to new opportunities and things like that. So you can just yeah, good. relates to so many other areas of life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one of the neat things too, about the collabs and what it looks like in community that has this language is simple things. Like I can do hard things. One, we're cheering each other on mm-hmm. to just try to do the hard thing. Like mm-hmm. that's what matters more than the outcome of whatever mm-hmm. we hope is on the other side of doing the hard thing. Because oftentimes we know to celebrate with each other when somebody's accomplished something that might be impressive. Mm-hmm. And that's when we start to step into relationship and we say, oh my gosh, you graduated high school. That's so amazing. Or you got a degree or you got married or whatever. But really those are just little tiny symbols and signs of 
lots of really hard things and learning to celebrate people's attempts and walk beside them in the midst of choosing hard things is beautiful. And that Mm -hmm. is what relationship is about, what community is about. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're going to just about out of time, but I do want to ask one more, more question for you. So um, can you, do you have a short story about a time where these skills or something that you learned in the collapse actually came into play in real life, like a real life situation where you like had to dig deep in what you learned and pull it out. And maybe it was a hard thing. Maybe it was a combination of two or three. It was being sarcastic, but, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah. So is there a story of a time that you can think of um, where you had, where, where these skills came into play in like a real life situation? I, I think that probably the ways that I've noticed it the most have been in um, some of my like family relationships that have been maybe a little more tenuous in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to express a need. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that I think I've, I have felt I have felt the courage to like say out loud what a need is. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually not be so afraid of like what's going to happen on the back end of that. It's, it's, I think it's just, it's allowed you to be a little bit more brave about approaching some of especially just being able to, to say, I mean, it's that vulnerability thing, you know, I think that vulnerability of actually going into a situation, um, just not being as afraid of saying, you know what, like my, what I, what I need here is really actually really important. And if I value this relationship, I'm actually going to prioritize expressing that need over being afraid of what happens at the That's end. Of, you know, and so what I found is that it's actually worked out so much better. Like it's like what, what I was afraid of happening of going like, you know what, like, I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna, I'm going to swallow this need. I'm going to say, Oh, well, my need doesn't matter right now. Mm. Like this, this particular thing is like, it's not, it's not worth discussing. It's like, I think that's easy for us to tell ourselves sometimes, you know, yeah. especially mm. just, oh, that sense of self-sacrificing, you know, so humble to say, oh, let me just, you know, th- I'm going to be like the bigger person. I'm not going to express the need or whatever. But what I found is that recognizing that actually my needs are important and, and vocalizing those needs is actually really important. And it's important to the relationship. Yeah. I think that's, that some of the specific examples of like in my in like in one of my specific um, family relationships, I was able to like express that need and say, you know, honestly, like this is how I feel, and, and this is actually really important to me. And that was met with someone going, I understand. I like, what do you do about that? And then we were actually able to have a conversation about what was the best thing to happen. Yeah. And it just wound up to be such a better scenario yeah. than what it would have been if I had just kept that to myself. And now that relationship is a little further along mm-hmm. and it was like, Oh, huh. Look at that. Like <laughs> self-sacrificing my own needs wasn't actually the healthiest thing in that situation. It yeah. really wasn't, you know, yeah. which seems counterintuitive when you, when you first are like trying to think about that, but, I think once you recognize the importance of some of these things that we that we talk about in these collabs, it just it really it is a it is the practical application of that mm-hmm. where you really start to see the fruit of it and you start to say, okay, wait a minute, like, this can actually change things for me and for my relationships with people. 
Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. And I know you told me that story, but I, what I loved about it too was how it affected other family members. Yes, it absolutely where, did. To where what you express was actually what everyone else was kind of thinking, but they weren't able to express it. So you actually were able to help bring peace and connection to everybody in that situation by able to do that. So I think that's really awesome. So uh, one last question for you. We're going to sneak one more in. Um, (laughs) So if, if there were people that were listening right now that are hearing for the first time about a collab, what, what would you say to them when it comes to, should they do it or not? If someone hears about, about these collabs and are sort of on the fence about it, I mean, I would definitely say that if there's a hesitancy about getting involved or if there's a question about getting involved, I would say, ask yourself why, Um, because I think that, um, you know, the reasons why we don't want to get involved with things or, you know, when you when you start to like look at how you are going about life and how you're connecting with with the Lord, you know, that kind of thing. Like, I think I think that I always am the kind of person who who looks at the why instead of the what, you know, Um, so, so for me personally, my encouragement to people would be to ask yourself why you'd be hesitant about it and to kind of take a chance with it, you know, because I feel like you really, there are certain things that you're not going to, you're not going to learn about and you're not going to be, um, be able to really get your mind around it until you've been exposed to it, so to speak. And it's, it's really a, it is a, uh, a low risk investment. Do you know what I mean? It's it's like at the end of the day, like there's really not anything that is going to be detrimental to your relationship. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like because we can continue to just kind of do the same thing that we've been doing and then wonder why we have a hard time engaging with people who maybe are a little bit messy or why we distance from people like, um, you know, but if we're actually like going, you know what, like I, I can, I can actually give this thing a try and see what happens, you know? And so I would just, I would encourage people to, to give it a shot. Like, and because like I said, I, I was a little on fence. I was a little bit like, I don't know about this guy. Like, you're talking about brain circuits and stuff like that. And I'm like, what? like what, what's my deal? Like, why am I even wearing it? And, and honestly, it would have been just simply like, uh, you know, uh, a bit of a, a, just a fear of like going, is this going to be the same thing that it's always been? Like, is it mm-hmm. actually thing? And like I said, I've, I've just been like so refreshed by the idea that it's like, no, this really is like, I can see where this actually connects everything together and, and how it has reinforced things that the Lord has taught me on a personal level mm-hmm. um, years before now. Like that was one of the things that was so just like, it's like sort of those little light bulbs going off whenever yeah. we would go through these lessons. It's like, I would go, oh my goodness, like the Lord actually showed me that and get, you know, and like put me on that path of that journey like three years ago I didn't use the same wording the same language right. I'm like that's what that was yeah. like, you know, and I love that because it was like oh my goodness Lord like you're you're confirming a lot of things through this through this content um and I found that to be just like really exciting because I was like oh like this is so like okay I see what you did there you know yeah. like you're a sneaky guy you know <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. 
Let's go. Well, thank you very much, April, for doing this interview with us and just really just talking and letting us hear your heart. And um, it's been really good. A lot of good information, a lot of good stuff that we could chew on for a long time. So greatly appreciate that. So thank you guys for, for, you know, going on this journey and embarking on this adventure and just giving people the opportunity to be able to, you know, do something a little different, you know, and to learn things and just to share you guys have been impacted by, but then also like you can match other people too. It's really appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. For more information about Collabs, please go to tableandwellco.com. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. Please subscribe on your favorite streaming service.